and we're back. It's week 13. It's Monday Night Football. I just took an edible, and I just put my kids down. I take a look at the scores. I'm like, I have to record. I have to record. John Saunders doesn't miss. Welcome back. John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast. I hope everyone's doing just absolutely phenomenal right now. Look at the action that we have going around the league. Um, I just turned the game on, right? I told you guys, what, two, three episodes ago. I don't watch football because I can't. The stress is just too much. Turn it on. Trevor Lawrence is limping into the locker room. Rough. Uh, just uh, not what you want to see on a, on a Monday night. Um, jumping into the game where Trevor Lawrence matters most. And I love how ESPN just ignores the ad blocker. Possibles. What are you going to do? What are you going to do going in, going into week one of the, the playoffs? And I say week one because with a loss, uh, you, uh, you keep the door open for the ghosts to get a bye, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that we have that opportunity. I hope John Saunders graces our team with with the the control your own destiny. What are you gonna do at quarterback, bud? Rough. Uh, if if Trevor Lawrence is out long term, uh, one of the best assets that you have, one of the most reliable. You know, let's face it. You know, getting a chain back. Uh, last week was uh, pretty fortunate. You know, I was uh, pretty lucky to get a Moster TD with uh, A-Chain just dominating the backfield. Um, but what are you going to do? Uh, I got lucky with Jake Browning. Just, we'll get there in a second. Holy, ho- Jake Browning. I've probably had the best quarterback waiver wires this season of, of any other owner out there, but... Trouble, trouble, trouble in the two seed right now. Trouble with, uh, with the possibles, uh, and and what really sucks too because, um, you know, let's say they they that they hold on to the two seed, they get the buy. It'll be their fifth final four, and this this could be five final fours in a row where they don't get it done and it could be because they just don't have it at quarterback this year what what a terrible time to take like an injury at that position i know we're like we're getting right into the meat right right into the thick of things because you know how we do on the john saunders pod yeah you hear my kid crying in the background that's how we do 10 wins your best season ever and two weeks out, your quarterback goes down, and you hope isn't something that's long-term. You hope that they can come back in three weeks. Mullets, didn't think you had it in you. You were, you were sliding. Like, literally, you were chirping, ah, the I'm going to take the possibles. The South Shore is mine. Look at you. You were 7-3, and three, and you were on the verge, on the precipice of going 7-6 and six 24 hours ago. Honestly. You know, 18 hours ago, different picture. Uh, big day. Uh, Brock Purdy finally looking. Uh, uh, it's not even Brock Purdy for Mullets. Uh, Mullets in a text. I, I honestly agree with him. I think Mike Evans was his best like draft pick possible. You know, Mike Evans. Mike Evans is the reason that this win uh, was secured. Yeah, Chase is 
getting it done, you know, finally, right? Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's Jake Browning that uh, that gives Jamar Chase the you know the the LSU Chase numbers, right? That we were saying, or that you know Mullet's expected at at that position, but um, yeah, great draft pick. Something two months ago, paying paying real dividends right now because you were sliding to the point where the fifth seed was about to be open. Uh, we thought you had that locked up a month ago, and it almost slipped away, you know, by the hands of you know, help Poochie's still alive with eight losses. Way to get it done. Uh, with this win, Maltzer, they're going to secure the fifth seed. Uh, and we're going to give them a congratulations for making their third straight playoff. And I think they're fourth overall in the five or six. They joined in, what, 18? So this will be, regardless, they're trending upwards. Um, you know, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully, I guess, you know, when if I'm looking, if I'm looking from their owner's point of view. Hopefully this is sustainable, right? Hopefully you can get 50 points out of your wide receiver group and Brock Purdy, Purdy, Brock Purdy's giving you, you know, a floor of 18, right? Because uh, it doesn't look, you don't look hot at, at running back. You know, I mean, I, I, I literally, I literally scroll down and I'm like, oh, wow, Connor with 22. I mean, John James Conner is going to give you a John Conner. This isn't the Terminator, dear Lord. I told you I took an edible before this, so it's going to be a little choppy. But the content is there. The content, and we're going to stay. We're going to stay on. Again, twenty-two on your bench, rough. Yeah, you, you have a problem at running back. I don't know if there's anything that you can do about it, but. You know, again, when you're getting 50 points uh, out of your wide receiver crew with uh, Devontae Adams, who's done absolutely nothing all year, is on your bench. You know, that's, uh, you know, you're, you're going to take that. Uh, jumping around the league. Um, pimps just take a lead, just inch a lead, a one-point lead over Cubs. That game has been tight all weekend. Uh, pimps really surging. Uh, pimps stay alive in their playoff run with a win over the Cubs because uh, they don't have divisional tiebreakers. Uh, you know they they really need uh, to win out. Uh, seven wins is what's going to get them in. But uh, Cubs, just what are, what are we doing? I'm look. You started Jordan Love. You know, great start. I don't know why you're rostering three QBs, but. I can't even you can't I I can't even disparage this man because all three of his QBs have more than serviceable, serviceable scores, right? You're taking 23 points regardless of QB, whoever that name is. QB1, you're taking 23 points. But I said this why? I said this a couple episodes ago. Why aren't you trusting Geno Smith? This man gave you almost 30. Yeah, I get the stuff. the 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 start is kind of rough, right? When you're when when they're playing Dallas is deep, but this man can play quarterback, and he's proving it week over week. And he's just filthy with the fantasy points. You got like if if you if you have if you had trusted Geno Smith more weeks 
than you had like had like where you haven't you just haven't like he's literally just been a bye week starter for you. You have a better you you are in a position where you probably hold on to the succeed and you're just fighting off the dregs. You know, the 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 IBMs, the 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 Bucks, just filth, clawing, holding on, holding on for dear life. But no, you decided, no, I'm gonna go with again, not a terrible start. You know, I can't even you know I I this is this is a, a great a great lineup you put out. You know, and I get why you start the Jaguars defense, but yeah, just rough. You know, Cups a blue chip. Like like don't don't get it twisted. Cups are a blue chip and they prove it year over year. Uh they've missed the playoffs once. I think twice. Now that I think about it. But again, six six appearances in eight years. Or six and it, it would be six and, and this being the eighth. Again, I'm watching. I'm watching a play. I know we got a little dead air. Uh that's a no. That's a ground cause fumble. That's not live. That's I. I, I don't have. I. I can't hear a whistle. Regardless, pimps. This is how we do in the north. I'm so proud of you, Brian. I can't like look at look at this. This is what I'm talking about when I when I brag about the North Shore. I was literally just shitting on IBM. Not even. 45 seconds ago when i talk about the north shore this is what i'm talking about never count us out there's no reason that that canoe should even be in the playoff conversation right now let's be real this is one of the worst teams that he's put together and it's it's been boom or bust like like his his whole roster is boom or bust which is which is just unreal right I think at, like no other team in the league has every single roster spot, boomer bus. That's got to be so frustrating to play with on a week to week basis. I like talk about like I talk about you know how hard it is for me to watch football and how I have to give back to John. I have to show gratitude for the for the chance at a W, and if I don't. Prove that if I don't, if I if I don't reach the threshold of gratitude that John Saunders is looking for in that week, he doles out a loss. Right now, now throw in Kanoi's roster, <laughs> throw in Kanoi's roster with that with that 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 absolute crockpot of autism, right? Autism and mild retardation. Right, that just causes the worst anxiety week over week. I would probably kill myself by week nine. There's no way. This man, this man was relying on Calvin Ridley to just have a boom and got it from Joe Mixon tonight. Wasn't even thinking about Joe Mixon. At a boy, way to just way to represent the North. I'm proud of you, Bucks champs. Holy shit! Oh my god, the fact that. The fa- look, AV, this is what I'm talking about, bro. I pull for you week over week, and, and this week you make me happy. This week you, you got it done. You feel the edible. You, I know you guys hear the edibles. Definitely getting stronger. AV, this is you have it in you, and you put it together this week with 10 total points in your running back room, bro. He started Najee Harris. 
He had to. I'm looking at the bench. Yeah, he definitely had to. And he got it done. He got it done with no Kelsey. T- if I told you that 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 the Bucks were going to amass ten points total out of their running back room, and that would match their quarterback output, and Kelsey had zero touchdowns, you'd be like, "Yeah, it's a loss." There's no way he upset the best roster in in this league, right? Which again, I I'm saying that. Because it's true. He's 11-1, and one, right? AV just snapped. I mean, you would, okay. McPherson would have to attempt, he would have to attempt eight field goals in two minutes and miss every single one of them for, for, for AV to lose this, right? He, AV just broke the league's longest winning streak. In the regular season. Like when we look back and you like you tell your kids, like, oh, who has the record, you know, for the longest streak? And you're gonna be like, Oh, it's it Keaton with the Lions in the year he drafted every single lion available. They were they they lost week one and then rattled off eleven straight. And then faced one of the rockiest rosters, one of the rockiest lineups in the league. And lost. Oh my God. This is nuts. Bucks stay alive with a win over the champs, snapping an 11 game winning streak, the longest the league has ever seen. And the longest that that's a hard streak to break. You know, there's 14 games. Like, there's not a lot of wiggle room to, to get 11 wins in a row. That's a huge accomplishment, especially with the roster that you have. You, you chose to live and die by the, by like the Detroit Lions. And everyone, everyone, like you were, you were top vote for worst draft, and you've you've managed to put together easily one of the best regular seasons and the the best championship defense regular season that any team has ever seen, and that's a huge accomplishment in this league. And it just goes to show you how great the 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 John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League is that <laughs> AV and the Bucks got a win over <laughs> over Jesus Christ. John doesn't miss. He really doesn't. I'm looking at the Vols and Team Turtle. I get it, bud. I get it. You just like you just don't give a fuck anymore. I get it. <sighs> I understand. The frustration, right? He started two tight ends, and neither of them played. <laughs> I get the frustration, you know? Like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? You donated this. That's that's the commitment to the league, right? You donated this year, and sometimes we all donate, you know? But you got the opportunity to play with some of the best, the best fantasy football players out there. And you had an opportunity to win this week, right? I know, like, it's it's thin. And it's it's really rough. It's really rough to, <laughs> to know that you're out a month before the end of the regular season. And you still have three more weeks of games that don't matter at all. So, like, literally two months. Like, just two months of just, like, not giving a fuck, I know. 
but the commitment to the league is to give a fuck. And I can't have we can't have teams putting out two buys, a zero for a player who's listed as out. Against yeah, I get it. This like this game in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. Right? The Vols have either the third or the fourth overall seed. Vols are playing week one. This win did not matter for them because they don't have any tiebreakers division wise of the possibles or ghosts. If they were to win out and get to ten wins. But come on. Come on. You can't, we can't, no one is a guaranteed win. We just talked about this, five, not even five minutes ago. I'm looking at the timer right here. We talked about this not even five minutes ago. Every week, the the guy you're playing is a threat. I had a 1% chance, again, ESPN and their projections are absolutely, it doesn't make any sense. Don't buy into them. I had a 1% chance of getting a win with Jake Browning, right? But I listen to I listen to one of the, the 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 core philosophies I have in this league. Always start a Monday nighter, right? And more often than not, that works. It would have worked last week if Dobbs, right, and his hairless fucking weirdness doesn't throw four picks. You know, he got more. He got a negative eight in interceptions. Right? Stick with it with Jake Browning. Right? Start a Monday nighter. And it pays off. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here ranting. We need more. We need more out of you. I'm going to go back and listen to this and be like, what What the fuck was, what? what was the point he was trying to make? My point is, it's all about being competitive, right? Waivers are thin. All of us are in the same position. All of us have a chance to call ourselves champions of the best fantasy football league in the world. And if you want to be a part of this, we can't be throwing out uh, five slots with a zero or less. Five, five, five starters had no points, didn't play, or gave you, took, took points away from you. I mean, congratulations to the Vols, right? Champions of the West again. It's great to see them on top. I think they're the softest of the division winners. And I say that I say that kindly, uh, and and this is one of those weeks where their roster overperformed, and I say that looking at the bench. I'm, we're talking about up and down, right? And Tank Dell is a huge loss for 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 the Vols going into to the the, the playoffs. Huge loss, but I think it helps. I think it helps. I think it helps the Vols in management. And I say this very loosely, right? But it should guide, right? It should guide Dan to 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 making the decision 
that lineup decision a lot easier. In that same breath, this is the same owner who could turn this, like flip this roster overnight. Like Dan's willing to pay $5 in transaction fees to have a completely different roster going into the playoffs, and he'd be absolutely confident. The only person he wouldn't flip is McCaffrey. You know, I think, I think again, I think this team, I mean, we'll get to, we'll get to my, my play, like, who's deadly in the playoffs? I think, I think uh, the Vols are scary, but they're boom or bust with the running back room. I, you know, I don't, I don't think Pittman and, and Metcalf are, are going to be too reliable. Same with Cooks. I think it's going to be Rashad White, Jameer Gibbs, and Christian McCaffrey that decide whether or not, you know, the Vols have a chance to see their their first championship. But uh, going to the shit bowl this week, <laughs> crazy. This is classic Poochie. Classic Poochie. I know I just jumped over. Congratulations, Vols. Uh, Demons Bottoms, looking at this, it's so ridiculous. Every year, Poochie has the worst team in the league through week seven. First seven weeks. Team 12, Theo top, Brandon Bottom. Every single year, never fails. Except the year they won the championship. <laughs> just busted out just like a like an 11-win season or something like that. Uh, but ever since then, uh, like the last, like, are we, I, the last Mickey Mouse championship, right? Championship pre-realignment. Everyone gives a shit for winning the league. Myself and Poochie for the, the two Mickey Mouse championships. Because there weren't divisions in the first two years. Who cares? Who cares? Someone was like, do you count NFL championships as Super Bowls? Not the same thing. But I will say, it does eat at me. It does, I gotta get one of it. Like, this is my year. You know, this is like owner Brandon. You know, because the cookies just... Making it really, really easy to just, this is my year. Look at the roster. I just have to keep it together. I got some of the best waivers. This is the, this is the first year that I've looked at. I've looked at zero fantasy, anything. No, I, the athletic, I don't follow anybody on Twitter. I don't look at anything. I don't like the Matthew Barry, the fantasy channel. None of that, none of that garbage. Back on top. Uh, classic Poochie season. He's he's going to be 5-8. and eight, And if we have some crazy situation where, where we have... I have to... This is what happens when you, when you take the... When you take a cookie and you're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to record a pot. I obviously have none of my stats prepared. But I think he stays alive with his win at at, at five and eight. Just unreal. John doesn't miss. Uh, other John, uh, John Hammond, rough, rough season. You were in every single game. I'm actually. This is where I'm gonna I'm gonna click around. You know, I know the the first thing Mullitz is gonna say in the morning is like, "This was so hard to follow." Yeah, I know. But you're listening. So it has to be good. It doesn't even have to be good. It's content. 
that is so engaging to you or so that you're so interested in that you're taking time out of your day to listen to. Just remember that for as much as you're like, ah, you're listening to this right now. And we thank you. You're one of 11 listeners. 12, because I have to, you know, I have to listen to what I sound like. But, and this one, this one is just going to sound very, very relaxed, unprofessional. Because I took a weed cookie that I made myself and I have no gauge of, you know, measuring dosage. It's like, I'm looking here, I'm like, what the hell was I doing? We're looking at uh, uh, the the demon schedule uh, this year. They, they've been within one score. And when I say that, you know, I, I'm saying, you know, essentially a win left on bench. Uh, most win left, wins left on bench this season uh, has been within... <sighs> 25 points of every single game except one this year. And the one I'm looking at is 30. Another one's 31. I mean, you're talking about very winnable games, uh, including this week. I'm actually going to go back to uh, the the demons. Just like, well, like this is, this is your, this is your league reckoning, right? Was season one a fluke? Season two, we have a down year, sophomore slump. That makes sense. Third year, you're you're hoping to register a fourth win. Back to back years with four wins, coming into year four for you, you got to you have a lot to prove. You got a lot to prove, and and again, this is just a rough year. This is a this is a rough junior season in the league. Justin Jefferson being being out and getting essentially no value for Aaron Jones for where you drafted him. Just, you know, we'll see you next year. But, yeah, just roughed overall. Uh, I definitely said roughed. But, uh, yeah, tough break. Tough break. Uh, really, one one of these one of these years, I want to see all three of us in the in the uh, in the playoff, having a fifty percent chance to bring the championship home. Like that's that's the goal every year, and you missed it. Again, some of the best waivers, probably your best roster that you've constructed. Like this roster that you put together this year and that you've maintained over the years shows the investment that you have in the league. Um, and that's more than intriguing for, for the league offices to to see out of one of its participants. Um, you've just had a very unlucky and one of the worst breaks that we've seen. Um this is where I start to agree with Mullets uh, on the win left on bench stat, where it's not necessarily a man, like a, a measurement of um, like managerial ability. You just had a really sh- like shit break, you know. We'll see you next year, though. Uh, our second team eliminated uh, this season. Uh, going over to our last game, uh, it looks like all the games have actually no, they haven't. They, this is in overtime. This game is still live. Um, Ghost Jags 
Ghosts, IBM. I'm calling you Jags because the supercomputer is just not doing it for you this year. This is year three of the supercomputer, and it's it's produced one winning season for you. And that got you within striking distance of championship gold, and you fell short because the year rolled over. And IBM just got powered down. And it shows that with the restart, you just don't have the same computing power. If you start any other defense, you get a win. Any other defense. We know... It's like we know you watch football. We know you have like the analytical mind. But they're playing Miami. Miami put up 70 points. Miami put up 70 points on Vic Fangio. That's wrong. Vic Fangio is not the D coordinator in, in, in Denver. But you get my point. You get my point. They put up 70 points on an NFL team. And we have Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is just, oh, God, if I wasn't uploading this to the Internet, who knows what I would be saying right now. Ron Rivera has, like, I get it. As like as a because I know you're like a Chicago like you have Malort in your house as like uh, like unironically you're a Chicago guy. Ron Rivera has a special place in your heart. You probably saw that motherfucker play in a Bears jersey. You probably have memories watching this dude like make tackles. Let it go. There's no reason you should have been starting the Commanders in this game. Whatsoever. There's no reason to ever start that defense. Against Chocolate Mike? Against against the best offense? Against like the like the best like like total position player like offensive output and fantasy points. Like this one's not on IBM. I know IBM Watson was like, don't start these motherfuckers. And you were like Nah, I gotta do it. You're like, I gotta do it. There's no way. There's no way you put this this lineup into the supercomputer. And it was like, yeah, start the commanders. You're out here slandering IBM Watson's name. You're out here slandering AI. You're slandering the supercomputer. I know IBM Watson looks at the role of clients and it's like, damn, that fantasy football team, just like, if they just listened. I love having you in the league. But, again, 18 hours ago, going back to this is like the callback from like 20 minutes ago. You can't count anyone in the North Shore out. This goes both ways. IBM took me to, took me to Monday. Had no business putting up a 120 this week. No business.
Roll the dice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely paused. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. You're going <laughs> to... This... Uh, fucking name. Mullins is going to... He's going to be like... There was dead air for three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I pressed the mute button. Because it's a little retarded. I Basically, I was just cooking IBM. I was just telling him, you got to do better. But then I'm also very proud to have you in the league and as a representative of the North Shore. You would have beaten nearly every other team this week. But you faced an autist and a guy who who's had the best quarterback waivers since Kirk Cousins since Kirk Cousins snapped his leg his ACL his Achilles Jesus Christ congratulations to the ghosts tying your regular season best with a chance going into week 14 to reach double-digit wins in the regular season for the first time. Very proud of this team. Very proud of this team this year. Very proud of the waivers that I've been able to put together. But this this podcast isn't about me. We're going to jump over to the league standings. And we're going to go over... Uh, so we have... The Cubs have not been eliminated. See, this is where I want ESPN. I should have come prepared, and I probably I'm not going to go through this. But uh, tentatively, it looks like we have uh, Pimps at six uh, and seven, um, uh, Bucks at six and seven, uh, and then a five and eight Cups, a five and eight Bottoms, uh, and a Mullets at eight and five with a clinch. Uh, the four division winners, Ghost Possibles, Champs, and Volunteers. Uh, we have one repeat division winner this year. That is our Champs. Again, even with a loss, congratulations. They're not only putting together the best championship defense season that we are ever going to see in this league, hands down. And putting together the longest win streak Uh Shattering the record, and this this will be. Imagine putting together twelve or thirteen wins, and just think about the windows and like how hard that would be. You're talking about, you know, very early mistakes or no mistake, just flawless fantasy football. Almost impossible. Just keep that in mind. I know you're keeping it in mind because you're in this league. You're not. You're not an idiot like your commissioner who who paused, who muted himself for three. Like, you're gonna, I'm gonna go back and listen to this and be like, this is absolute garbage, but I'm posting it because you want the content, you want to see where the train goes, and it's still on the tracks, even though I derailed a little bit earlier. This is terrible. I don't even know if I can post this. <laughs> this is one of the worst things that I've ever put together uh, at all. Um, we're probably just going to cut this. Ah, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm probably, it's, I don't want to end like this. I don't want to end where I sound defeated. I'm going to come back. I'm going to give, I'm going to give this a part two. We're going to give this a part two. 
and we're going to give a playoff preview once we have everything settled. Uh, congratulations to all of our division winners and to the mullets for clinching the wild card. This cookie is kicking my fucking ass right now. You guys can feel it. I can feel it. You can hear it in my voice. Congratulations to uh, everybody who has a chance at securing that six spot in week 14. I'm going to give you a much cleaner pod uh, sometime this week. But again, I'm at, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I'm at 40 minutes. This has been the worst five-minute ending to any podcast that we've had. But I'm, I'm here to correct that. You guys keep this league running year over year. And just a month ago, when we were looking at the landscape, it looked almost like a wrap with every playoff spot pretty much accounted for. And three weeks later, four weeks later, we have so much drama that it looks like we have four guys competing for one final spot. And it would have been five guys for two spots if if the possibles uh, could have cemented the season sweep against the Mullets. But here we are. You guys make this so exciting. You guys deliver week over week. And it's that dedication. And this is what I'm talking about for the teams that only have a win. At one point, you had the same record as, as a Poochie with the bottoms. Remember that. And they're, they've gotten themselves to the point where they're playing for, for a chance to make the playoffs as the sixth seed with six with six wins, a six and eight record. No one count no one out in this league. And it takes a, a special group of guys to to make that that statement possible. And remember we could not do it without each and every one of you. Even our league dregs. From blue chip to drag. The league is great with each and every one of you. Week 14. Four guys. One spot. I should probably, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in, like, in AI. See if, uh, see if Microsoft or whoever's doing it. Doing the Pixar one. And then just having something just super inappropriate with like the Pixar font. The Pixar style. Again, look at me. Like not muting my phone. Again, one of, like, the choppiest, the choppiest that we've done. But you still got 40 minutes of content. And you stayed, if you've listened to the whole thing, you stayed for the ride. Because you're dedicated to this. And you love this content. Most of you dropped off. Most of you dropped off in the three minutes of silence. Right? But those of you who stayed, I know you're... I know your team is is playoff bound. Those of you who listen this long, I know your team is in the playoffs or you'll be in the playoffs next year. John rewards those who give back to the league. People think I'm crazy that that I'm some nut cuz I am. Let's face it. 
I'm I'm recording a podcast for for twelve people on Earth in honor of a sportscaster that got me hooked on sports after school every single every single day. John Saunders, Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott looking directly at you and at his script. And John Saunders with a voice smooth as molasses, giving me top tens, breaking down soccer like it was some form, like it was fucking astrophysics, like he'd never seen it before. He made it. He made sports, and especially football, magical. And this is why we give back. John rewards those who recognize that. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But each week I've given John gratitude. And for four of those weeks, it wasn't enough. I'm done. This is your league commissioner signing off. We'll see you next time.